Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. So recently I was having a conversation with uh, uh, a division one coach and we were talking about what she had planned or what she had wanted to incorporate as it relates to the mental conditioning aspects of incorporating some sports psychology and tools and techniques for the upcoming season. And during this conversation, we were really connecting about what I had envisioned and using what had worked for them in the past and how we can find a way, given everything that's going on in this new season, how we can find a way to build um, some competitive, um, some competitive alertness within the team, how we can also build and establish, reestablish, you know, integrity, work ethic, all the things that are important, especially as it relates to trying to figure out where there were opportunities for the team or individuals to get that 1% better that we're always talking about. And during the conversation, I found it very helpful that she had communicated to me that the years prior or the season prior that her and the team had come together and came up with a list of core values, so to speak. And they were very inspiring, right? But there wasn't anything that necessarily you wouldn't expect a division one program to um, have a part of their core value system, right? You're going to have the common things like whatever the team needs, sacrifice your body on each play. Um, always, always review the image that you have on yourself. Um, discipline, stay focused, given 100%. So you have all these important core values. And as important as they are, as important as they are, Oftentimes, and, and this is what she was also experiencing, is that oftentimes there's a disconnect with the core values that we have in our lives or in our professions or our careers. And the reason why, the biggest reason why there's such a consistent disconnect, in my opinion, is that a lot of times these core values or these systems of values that we have, we apply to one specific area. So a lot of these core values that she was in, that she was encouraging her players to have, stay disciplined, give 100% on each play, only related to the game that they were having, only related to the end season in game. But the problem with that is that you don't, if you don't have something that's comparable where you can actually rate or see how players are showing up on a day-to-day basis, what you're not able to do is you're not able to factor in how they're meeting that moment on a day-to-day basis. So what you're doing is you're, you're saying all the right things and you're hoping that they have access to it when the time calls upon it, right? When the, when the rubber meets the road. But if you're not being intentional about, okay, what does it look like to give 100%? Um, throughout my day? What does it look like to be disciplined throughout my day? What does it look like um, to leave it all on the pitch or on the field? What does that look like? How does that correlate with my day-to-day routines, my habits, my activities? Because if we can break it down into subsections and create 
daily goals, then what we can do is we can create a system that checks and balances. And I think regardless of what team you're a part of, or if you feel like you're on a team or not on a team, I think even yourself in judging and being mindful of making sure that you're you're factoring in those core values that you say are important to you. If you don't have a way of gauging yourself every day, every week, then what ends up happening is that when it's called upon, right, whether it's a, a big decision that you have to make in your career or in your family, or a big performance that you have that you that you're preparing for, when it's called upon, you won't have an opportunity to access it. Or maybe you will. But if you've developed a routine of checking in every day and setting certain expectations every day, then it'll make it easier for you to make sure that you do have access to it. And what we were finding um, for her team in general, it wasn't as if these core values or it wasn't like these core values weren't important. They obviously they were important, but it was but there was a disconnect because we weren't allowing or we weren't creating a system that allowed the, the, the rock star athletes that she had on her team a way of checking in every day a way of holding each other and their players or their team members um, in order in order to hold everyone accountable. And here's the thing, you know, you constantly, you know, I used to hear people say all the time, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I remember that was a big go-to for my grandmother. So I, I automatically resisted it growing up, but there's a lot of truth to that. And I think when you're working with someone in the space of mental conditioning and, and, and trying to shift their mindset to make sure that they're capitalizing on every opportunity to grow and to elevate their performance. What you often run into is that often when you think about this space of psychology and performance psychology, especially, you often feel as if you're having conversations where your personal and your professional exist in two separate spaces. And the reality is, is that although they may perceive or although you may perceive them as being two separate entities, the reality is, is they're all intertwined. How you are, um, how you are in your relationships with other people, how you are at home, how you are when you're with yourself, a lot of that's going to bleed over to how you are when you perform, right? If you're cutting corners in your perfect, if you're cutting corners in your personal life, whether it be in how you communicate with the people that you love, that you value, um, if you're taking shortcuts in the, in other spaces of your life, you can't then say go. I'm going to give 110 percent when I'm in when I'm in the throes of competition. If you're compromising here, you're going to compromise there. So the first thing we have to do is get rid of the idea of these two things existing by themselves. In reality, they're 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 connected to the hip. And what you also want to keep in mind is that whenever you're developing a system, right, whenever you're trying to embody championship habits or a championship mindset or a culture of being a champion, you have to understand that the most important thing to keep in mind, amongst other things, is consistency. You have to find a way to be consistent. And here's the thing about consistency. I always thought champions or anyone that's masterful at anything that they do, they found it easier to be consistent. I always thought it was something wrong with me, right? I'll be motivated for a certain period of time to accomplish whatever it is that I had set. or whether it be a personal goal, whether it be a goal with recording a podcast, or whether it be um, a goal towards accomplishing something within my career that I wanted to do. And what would usually happen is that whenever I would arrive at the day and I didn't feel motivated to record a podcast, or I didn't feel motivated to record a video, or if I didn't feel motivated to do some research um, or to explore ways to get better or to improve, I, I automatically took that as an opportunity to judge myself, right? Judge myself in the, in the terms of I'm not willing to do or or leveling or 
I guess measuring myself to what I perceived other champions to be doing, right? Like this comes easy for that person. If I was this person or if I had the, the capability of accomplishing what that coach has, then this would be easier for me, right? And I think a lot of times we do that a lot. We don't necessarily understand that it's not only, not only is consistency very important, but the reason why the, the reason why being consistent is so important is because you won't always want to do it. You won't always want to wake up early. You won't always want to make sure that you're dotting every I and you're crossing every T. You're not always going to want to communicate effectively. Sometimes you're going to be in your feelings. You're not going to, you're not always going to want to table your ego and to take the constructive feedback that's coming from your, your peer groups or your teammates or your coaches. You're not always going to want to be inspired to record, to podcast, or to do anything that's along the lines of what it is you see yourself accomplishing or putting you closer to your goal. You're not always going to want to do that. You're not always going to be motivated to do that. So then it becomes, it, it falls on, do you have the discipline to, to self-regulate or to control um, your feelings that you have about it in order to still do it because you have a deeper commitment towards what it is that you want to see? manifest for yourself? Do you have the patience to forego what's easy now to be able to be consistent, even in moments that are harder or that bring up a, a somewhat of resistance? Are you disciplined and patient enough to continue to pour into this area of your life? And it doesn't matter whether or not you're playing sports or you're relying it or you're referring it to your profession as whatever it is that you do or your relationships at home. It comes down to the same thing. You're not always going to feel like being in that relationship. You're not going to always feel like being a loving companion. You're not always going to feel like maybe making that call to your parents. You're not always going to feel like necessarily doing the extra work um, on your group project when you feel like some of the players on your group are slacking off. You're not always going to feel like doing the extra work and getting the extra touches after practice or prior to practice. But the biggest difference that 1%, those people who are getting better are the ones who aren't necessarily enjoying the process that much differently than you are, but they're willing to mentally commit to the process at hand. And I think a lot of times when I heard it play back to me, especially when I was playing, is that all those champions are always finding enjoyment in every step of the process, and that's not true. The reality, I believe, is that the Serena Williams, the Michael Jordans, right, the Tiger Woods, have so conditioned themselves to understand that the, the boredom is part of the process. The, the, the lack of interest or inspiration is part of the process. Do you have the ability to be committed to the craft? Do you have a championship mindset to understand that you're embarking on that 1% that a lot of people aren't willing to do. And if you do, what you'll find is that you'll constantly separate yourself from the pack. You'll constantly create a relationship with your life and the outcome that you want, whether it be your personal life or your professional life, that's more indicative of the vision and the goals that you have for yourself instead of falling back on your old habits. And I think whether you're talking about creating an infrastructure for a team or you're talking about creating an, an inf infrastructure for your life, I think the first thing you have to do and ask yourself is, do I have an ideal control of self? Do I have self-control? You know, because control over any organization or any team or any, it always begins with yourself. And I believe the biggest thing that you'll find in any champion 
championship environments or or finding leaders who are champions is that they consist of of credibility and consistency in their actions. It's not always easy, but they always show up and do what's and do what's necessary. But are you able to start with it all starts with are you able to control your emotions about what you're feeling in that space? Or are you going to allow your emotions to dictate the outcome of what it is that you do? And I think a lot of times, if we're being truthful, I think a lot of times we lean so heavily on our emotions that we allow our emotions to take away from that which we're that that which and what we're supposed to do, that which we know is going to end up getting us the results of what we want. Listen, you have to understand that being great in anything, especially if it's outside of where you are right now, if you're if you look around and you see yourself um, being great. And you say, hey, you know what, Paul, I don't want to improve. I don't want to get any better. Okay, well, kudos to you. But anyone that wants to get better, anyone that wants to see themselves a bit further along that process of greatness than where they are right now, what you have to come to to terms with is understanding that you will be forced to feel uncomfortable. Like parts of this journey are you're going to find yourself meeting said resistance. That's a part of the journey. And now whether or not you have the ability to have the foresight enough to say, okay, you know what, let me not judge this re- this resistance when it does show up as being a hindrance or a judgment of myself. Let me instead welcome that resistance with open arms, knowing that this is where I separate myself. This is where that 1% difference shows up. This is where the Lionel Messi's and the, and the Renardo's and the, this is where they set themselves apart. This is where the Steve Jobs set themselves apart. Do you have the ability to not allow your emotions to override what it is that you're mentally committed to doing in that moment? And can you do that consistently day in, day out? When no one else is watching, when ego is running rampant, when anger is at an all-time high, when you're not getting the results that you feel you're deserving of, do you still have the self-awareness and self-control to be able to do what's expected and what's required from you? Because here's the thing. The reality is, is that the mindset and the commitment to detail, the commitment to the process, the control of self that it takes in order to become a champion is much different than it than it's required or what's required from you to maintain that championship level. And you see it in, in all walks of life. You definitely see it in, in sports, which is why I think sports is the ultimate EDBA-based business where you're able to see that feedback instantly, right? The reality is, is that who you are and who you have to become in order to accomplish that set goal for yourself, once you sit on top of that accomplishment, right, regardless of what that may be for you, Once you arrive at that space that's important for you to accomplish, hence the goal that you have set for yourself, then it takes a certain level of self-control, a certain level of, of of mental conditioning and discipline in order to maintain executing at a high level. Because the first thing we do when we arrive at whatever those goals are that we have for ourselves, instead of focusing on the process of who we're of who we're becoming as we're sitting out to accomplish the goal, we put so much weight on arriving at that at that finite point, that once we get anywhere close to that, we let our foot off the gas. We start getting complacent. We start we start making the moment more mean more to us than it does in in our in our relationships to others. It becomes more about how I can how I can shine and how I can put myself in the best light, and less of an and less of a reflection of what we've done together or what we are able to accomplish as a team. 
and you see it happen all the time. You know, the reason why champions are so hard or so rare to repeat continuously is, yeah, you know, it's, you know, other players and other teams start learning your techniques and your and and learning ways to perform against your team at a higher level more consistently because they're able to see things more frequently and they're able to work with the players that you have but a lot of it corrodes from the inside you know study all the 90s study the 90s chicago bulls study the la lakers study like study any franchise study the new england patriots i mean what happened now is is tom brady's transitioning into this new space congrats by the way tom brady is that what begins to happen is that when you develop a certain level of championship criteria, the next question becomes, how do we maintain that? How do we continue to fight against complacency? How do we continue to fight against um, an increased ego? How do we continue to maintain a certain level of hunger that influences the discipline that's needed to be consistent? So where in your life do you feel like you've already reached that Mount Rushmore? Or where in your life right now do you feel like you're constantly pursuing that championship level? And understand that when you're going on this journey, you have to you have to keep in mind what you should be prioritizing is the consistency of self. Do you have the control it takes to constantly operate from the space of what it is that you want to manifest? Or do you constantly fall yourself, see yourself experiencing that of which you're falling back on whatever's easiest or whatever's the most convenient. And I think a lot of times what you'll find if you're willing to be honest and truthful with yourself is that oftentimes we lean on the most convenient. So it's important to make sure that we're setting realistic expectations so that we can set our environment, set ourselves up for success. So here's what I would encourage you to do. And this is the exact same thing that the coach and I had established. Core values just as goals, just like goals, are very important because they give us uh, a North Star to aim for. But if you make the journey itself only about the end outcome, then what ends up happening, you end up developing a culture that is, is, is so fixated on that end outcome that they're willing to do whatever it takes in order to accomplish that. And a lot of times what you miss out on is the certain level of respect for the journey and the craft Um, finding ways to become 1% better in every aspect of their lives, developing a culture where uh, mistakes are welcome because that's the opposite side of success. You have to be willing to create a mistake environment, a willing mistake environment. So if you're so fixated on just a set outcome, what you forget is that the champion becomes the champion in the process of accomplishing itself or setting itself on, on the journey. So what you want to do is you want to use those core values and those goals just as important as they are. You want to use them as a means of, as a means of guiding your journey. So what I would encourage you to do, whatever your goals are, whatever the, the core values that, that you construct your system, right? Because goals are great, but you have to have a system in place. So that system that you have in place comes with a set values and and we can kind of help reverse engineer that in in later conversations but let's say this system that you have in place that's going to help you arrive at that goal how can you break down those elements that are important that you know are important how can you break down those elements to make sure that it's something that can be easily measured throughout throughout your day every day because if it's not something that you can measure, if it's not something that you can check in on, what ends up happening, you get further and further along that journey. And when the moment arrives, unbeknownst to you, you don't have you don't have a way of accessing those same tools that you've 
that you constantly said were important, you don't have a way of accessing those tools because you're not manifesting or attaching to those to those aspects of those core values in other in other aspects of your life. So the so the quicker we can start the quicker we can start finding the relationship between those goal, those goals that you have and those core values and the system that it brings up, the quicker we can find how that would look in the day-to-day life, the quicker we can find how, to, how that would look in the other ways or other um, aspects of who you are as an individual, the quicker we can find the relationship between that and those goals that you have, the quicker we can find the feedback loop. And if you know anything about human behaviors and habits, a lot of it is predicated on that feedback loop. So if we can get you to be intentional about designing uh, a feedback loop that's going to give you the necessary kickback so that you can stay aware, that you can stay aware of how your habits are becoming the ways in which you identify yourself, the habits are becoming the ways in which you lead yourself to that championship mindset, you can find a way of checking in daily. And I think what you find is that champions set themselves up to be champions. It's not that they're it's not necessarily that their process is more enjoyable. It's not necessarily that they're, you know, they embrace the suck more than you. It's not, the, the reality is, is that they have a certain ability to be able to lock in and be patient with the process. And I think a lot of us have that ability to lock in, but only for a certain period of time. And I think when those moments show up, when we don't feel like going to practice and those moments show up, when we don't feel like doing the work, instead of locking in, we disconnect. And a part of that disconnect is, is filled in with judgment. We crowd it in quickly with judgment. And then what happens is that we're quick to throw our hands up and say, okay, well, fuck it, I'll do it later. While the champion is still working on it. So whatever those goals are for you, wh- whatever it is that you want for your team, whatever culture you're trying to build as a coach on whatever level you're performing on or leading on, you want to make sure that whatever those things that you say are important for you and your team, whatever those things you say are important for you and your family, that you're breaking those down in, in, in ways um, to be able to measure those on a daily, weekly basis. Because you need a North Star. You need a check-in point. Because if you don't have a check-in point, again, what's going to end up happening is you're going to find yourself further down that road thinking that you have access to something that you don't, only to get into that moment where it's called upon and you fall short. So it's important to make sure that we're creating an environment that 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 creates space um, for us to be consistent. But that consistency is not going to come without 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 control of self. So another thing I want to say about, you know, the whole control of self or self-control is something that shows up a lot in, in a lot of my conversations, honestly, is that we feel as if, you know, a lot of times we have to be reminded that control or self-control over the little things influence and help leads to how you have control over the bigger things. If you're not taking the opportunity to truly try to master how it is you step into the little things, how it is that you control yourself, your emotions as it pertains to the little things, then what's going to happen when you're in those big moments, those big things are going to fall between the cracks or slide between the cracks. And a lot of times when I'm dealing with an individual, there's this constant comparable. There's this constant way of equating this being more important than that. And if you're trying to be intentional and be disciplined 
about developing the techniques of a champion, about developing the mental strategies and psychology of what it takes for you to increase the performance of your life, whatever it is that you're committed to, then you have to understand that there's no distinction between big things or little things. No more than there's a distinction between your personal life and your professional life. How you do everything, the things that you do and the ways in which you do all inflect the whole. And if you wanna start changing your relationship with what it is that you want to see yourself accomplishing in your life, you have to do your best to separate those dividers and understand that there's, they're, they're all connected. And it's your ability to be able to see them as being connected that's going to separate you, not only from the other people that are in this space, right? Not only from the other teams that you're competing with or the other players that you're up against, but they're going to, it's, it's going to become a clear, powerful way for you to separate the old you for the new you, right? the where you are to the to in comparison to the where you want to be and it's not just going to happen overnight and it's not going to fall into your lap you have to develop a systematic plan so you know one of the things i like to always do in all our conversations i like to leave you with something that you can start applying into your life if you're if you're if you've already done the work of setting up a systems of core values for yourself bravo if you have a clear goal and, and looking at what you want to accomplish in 2021, and you're clear in that in that in that truth is coming from clarity and doing your research on why these goals are important and how you can use that to help you take the necessary steps. Bravo. But the most important thing that you can do is understand how important a goal is falls short in comparison to how important a system is. So the first thing you want to do is make sure that those goals are being broke down. Those core values are being broke down in a manner that's making it to where it's something that you can measure every day to see how you're showing up in comparison to what it is that you want to achieve. That's where the work could be done. And if you have the courage to do that, then I think what you'll find is that what's become the most important part of that equation to you being success has less to do about the goals and more to do about the systems of checks and balances that you've created within your environment of greatness. Just a thought. Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome home.